good evening, good afternoon. I did that backwards. I don't care. Welcome to episode seven of the DCP podcast. I'm your host, Anthony McAvoy, joined by my two best friends and co-hosts. As always, Daniel Christian, Max Bourne. Fellas, how we feeling? You can't even get the intro right. <laughs> <laughs> well, Same. damn. I'm doing great, man. <laughs> that was so quick. Damn. It's already started. It's already started. It has already started. And it's uh Daniel, how you doing? It could be better, but it could be worse. Well, you know, that's that's at least better than I am right now, at least. It's tonight before Fetter's <laughs> about to retire. There's a lot of emotions. Oh, that's true. That's yeah. true. And is is it confirmed that he's playing with uh Rafa? Four o'clock tomorrow, baby. Four, Four o'clock tomorrow. They're playing Jack Stock versus Jack Stock and Tiafo. My man, Francis Tiafo. <laughs> so excited. No, I, I had a discussion with a bu- another buddy who's a big Tiafo fan, and he said, I love Tiafo, but I will never I will I will cheer against him so hard tomorrow. Oh, I'm gonna cheer against him. I'm just I won't be like upset if he if he wins. Better just can't lose his last match. Tiafo has way more matches to come. That's Absolutely. that's very true. That's very true. All right. Well, we can talk. We can talk about just about anything for this entire podcast. But as you can tell by the title of this, and you have been following us for you know the last three weeks now, uh, we have entered week three of our NFL Pick'em Challenge. Uh, the scores right now have me and Daniel tied in first with 15 correctly chosen games. Max in a very close second with 14. So we're not, Max, you're not out of it yet. Like I said, the comeback's going to be insane. The, the comeback <laughs> of, of one game is going to be one is game. Gonna be it's going to be it's gonna blow everyone's mind when I pick that one right game and everyone was just wrong, but I'm the only one that picked it. It's gonna but be Max, great. You get a chance to at least pass me because my head's not all the way there tonight. I've been having trouble hearing you, and I thought it was my headset. I didn't have the volume high on my computer. <laughs> yeah, sometimes, sometimes it'd be like that. Trust I've me, been I like get scrambling it. around, like trying to feel my headset. I was like, I've been like struggling to hear y'all, but the volume was like almost at the very bottom. Daniel's sitting there going, I can't, I can't hear you. What, what do you want? Hear. I can't what are you hear saying? I can't hear shit. I can't hear chocolate? nothing. <laughs> Y'all great you, now, by the way. What are they selling? I'm selling chocolate. Chocolate. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, we are recording this on Thursday night. Um, the Thursday night game between the Browns and the Steelers starts in about – uh kickoff is projected at 815 at 750 let's go ahead and get this game out of the way fellas uh so Steelers at Browns um I think this one's really interesting because I think both teams let me let me let me do it this way then um I think Cleveland is right where they kind of wanted to be after week two um, they, they would have preferred to have been 2-0 and and not let that game against the Browns slip away. But to be 1-1 and with Jacoby Brissett and have Jacoby Brissett look as, as quality as he has, um, I think they'll take it. Nick Chubb looks fantastic. The defense looks really good outside of that, you know, lapse in the last couple minutes of that game <laughs> against the Jets. Um, I, here's the thing. I don't know what to expect from the Steelers. Defensively, I know what I'm going to get. And that's going to be a really hard-fought, well-played game on the defensive side. Offensively, I have no idea what to expect. I mean, Trubisky has his moments, but a majority of the time, he doesn't look good. Um, The offensive line doesn't look great. Um, and Najee Harris, I don't want to say looks like a shell of himself, but doesn't look like the Najee Harris that we've come to expect after his season last year. Um, because of that, I think that, that Cleveland is more consistent offensively. And I think that they're (laughs) going to be able to score, um, score more, uh, than Pittsburgh, which in the game of football is how you win the game. So I'm going to go Cleveland here. 
this is gonna be a dumpster fire. <laughs> um, I like like I was saying saying earlier, uh, this will either be like a dumpster fire or like an actual good game. Um, the, the thing with the Browns, <laughs> I, it's comical. Last game was honestly like at the end of it, I was laughing because I was like, if this isn't the most Browns way to lose a football game. And I, I've, I have been watching enough Cleveland football, you know. <laughs> um, I, I am going to take the Browns uh, begrudgingly, but also not at the same time. Uh, Nick Chubb, he's he's been looking really, really good. Jacoby Brissett hasn't been looking terrible. The biggest thing with the defense is the secondary. And the worst part is there's not bad players in that secondary. They're just young. Uh, you have Grant Delpit, who was completely injured last season. This is like his first real season actually playing – um, so, you know, you don't really know what to, to, to expect from him. Uh, a lot of miscommunications. I don't know what Joe Woods is doing to with this defense. Uh, not having Clowney is going to suck because uh, he's, he's a pivotal part of that front, front line. Um, but like Anthony was saying, the offense is a little bit more stable than Bitch Trubisky's. And uh, I, my, a little bit of a prediction here, I think small hands might enter the game if it gets out of hand. Uh, and if small hands enters, <laughs> this is going to be the tale of the bitch in the small hands. This is going to be great. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take the Browns in this one. I don't know if I can top that. Um, I'm also taking the Browns. I think Steelers should be a little – I think they're a little happier than they thought coming in at one and one. Um, but then they still haven't played great. And, well, the Browns lost – week two they lost on a pretty bad blunder they could easily be two and oh so i think the browns are still a better team and so i've got the browns as long as chubb continues to run well he's got to rush well if he doesn't rush well i think the steelers win but i think he still rushes well he's one of the best backs in the league um and i started the browns so point of point of interest and maybe we see how long we can do this uh we are three for three on thursday night football games all three of us picking the same team so nobody goes for nobody has gone for a steal on a thursday night yet we like to wait till sunday (laughs) everything happens on sundays (laughs) it's called the it's called the sunday sweats for a reason Speaking of waiting until Sunday, uh, Sunday at one o'clock, because we've already gotten to the Sunday games, uh, we have Houston, Chicago. Um, Houston, of course, oh one and one. The Bears, uh, one and one, coming off of a really, really bad loss to the Packers, which is shocking. Um. I think this game is interesting because, excuse me, I like I like Davis Mills a lot. Um, I think when all is when all is said and done, I think that Davis Mills might be the best quarterback out of last year's draft class, um, which is saying something because he was taken in the in the fourth round, fourth or fifth round. Um. I just I don't trust this Bears team. Justin Fields hasn't even thrown the ball what twenty times this year, I think. Yeah, something like that. He he. De- okay, so if he has thrown it twenty, he definitely hasn't thrown it thirty times. Um, and I think that this Texans front seven can very I don't want to say very easily stop the run for Chicago, but they definitely won't allow Chicago to just continue to one-dimensional they're going to force the bears to throw the ball and i just as of right now i haven't seen anything that can show me that chicago can throw the ball effectively and be able to play well um i like davis mills a lot um i i like huh you did oh i'm driving the train baby if not, I'm at least the conductor of the Davis Mills hype train. Um, I, I'm going Houston here. I think they pick up their first win. Uh, my biggest question with this, and uh, you know, like how sometimes you have those missing children on the back of uh, milk bottles and everything like that. Uh, where's Cole Komet? Uh, that's what I want to. That's what, what I want to say. What the hell is going on with Max right now? What a way <laughs> <Yeah>. to start. <laughs> 
Um, where's Cole Komet? Right. That's what I want to know. Cause you haven't, you haven't seen him play. And I know Justin Fields hasn't thrown that much. Um, but like Anthony was saying, this bears team, they had such flashes in the rain, but I guess when the field is dry, they don't know how to play football. Um, which is very, very telling of, of Chicago and his whole uh, shout out the White Sox. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, I'm going to take the Texans here. Uh, for some reason, OJ Howard looks good. I don't know where that happened or how that happened. Uh, but Davis Mills is also pretty good. And I really am expecting a lot out of Damian Pierce. So I'm going to take the Texans. How, I'll be honest with you. How the hell did he fit a White Sox dig in there? I'm, I'm just that good. It. I don't know. I'm just that good. I thought <laughs> I'm about on this it today. Game. I thought about this game for so much when Anthony was a like started like began speaking. I was looking through so I could put my finger on my pick, and I realized I hadn't made the pick yet. So I heard reverse something down. But I had it decided before the episode. I'm going with the Bears. I I still like Justin Fields. Bears just don't beat Green Bay. We know that. Um, I like what he did against in Week One against San Francisco. I think he's a really up-and-coming quarterback, and I think in five years we're going to sit back and say, you know what, Mac Jones is the baby goat. It's Justin Fields. Um, just because Justin Fields will will prove that he's better than Mac Jones. Um, so I've got the Bears. Um, and yeah, I'm just told needs to be said. This is only the second game. We've thrown so many references in here. It's wild. <laughs> I just – I. I'll concede that Justin Fields will probably end up being better than Mac Jones, but let's not Thank throw you. baby goat on that. Anyway, moving on. Uh, we shouldn't have thrown baby goat on Mac Jones last year, but you still I did. didn't. You did. Well, I wasn't the one that started it, though. I'm not saying you started it, but you still did it. Yeah, because it, it was a good time. Well, like, what, what happens if Mac just jumps off a cliff first and you follow him? It still counts that you jumped off the cliff. Uh, well, I like skydiving. <laughs> you can't say, oh, it doesn't count. My bones don't break because I just followed Max. Well, no, wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. I wasn't following Max. Max wasn't even a part of the podcast at that point. I was following <laughs> Kevin. I was following Kevin Wilds. And then I just knew it, it, it pushed your buttons, and I like doing that. Okay. Well, I was going to say, I can't say it, Vincent, because. We had to remind Vince who Matt Jones was. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, moving on. Uh, let's go. I hope he secretly doesn't watch this podcast and hears all these references. <laughs> Vincent, if you're listening, we appreciate just it. Like, appreciate the content, brother. We appreciate it. He's <laughs> just like sitting there. <laughs> Fists up, like shaking his fist, like, why I order? <laughs> Um, all Since right. I know what sport they're talking about, I'm coming after them. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Raiders, <laughs> Titans in Nashville. Um, I think this is a really interesting game because I'm very curious to see how the Titans respond to getting absolutely shit on by Buffalo. Um, and I'm also interested to see how the how the Raiders respond after losing a game where they were up 20 points um, and should have should have won that game and not had it go into overtime. Um, I think ultimately, and this is this is sad because I'm a big Mike Vrabel, Mike Vrabel fan. I like Mike Vrabel as a guy and a coach. I just don't think this Titans team has it in them this year. Um, I think they struggled to to get to the quarterback. I don't like some of their weapons on offense. Um, I don't like Tannehill's decision-making of how he spreads the ball around and who he gives it to. Uh, Derrick Henry is not look like Derrick Henry, but I also think that that's because the offensive line isn't that great. Um, so all around, I just, I think that, I think the Raiders have a better team um and and because of that i'm i'm gonna go with the raiders i think that that Carr and Devonte adams um i think just having Devonte adams is enough to be completely honest with you so yeah i'm going i'm going raiders well uh, the raiders i feel like they have more weapons than the titans do um it's really it's really interesting and it just shows how much uh 
the AST South is in the sense that the Titans could easily still win it. <laughs> um, now, I don't know. Easily is probably not the right word, but they're definitely like one of the top ones to win it. Um, but I think the Raiders have just more more weapons and a better scheme than the Titans do. So I'm going to go to the Raiders here. You know, this is an interesting game because both teams are essentially in must-win territory, 0-2. You don't want to be 0-3. I think if you're the Raiders, you're a little concerned, but I still think this is a very good football team who's going to turn it around. If you're the Titans, you're pushing the panic button every single button around you. Um, I think it was very telling that Tannehill got benched from Malik Willis in the fourth quarter, even though it was a blowout. I think that's their way of pretty much showing him that, hey, we're not afraid to sit you and we're not afraid to start someone else. Mm -hmm. And I think they're getting Malik Willis warm in case this season goes down the drain. So uh, if the Titans don't – we talked about Malik Willis could be the starter in two years. I'll go so far as if the Titans are out of playoff contention halfway through the season, they hand it over to Malik Willis, and if he does good – Tannehill's going to be holding the clipboard next year. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is an absolute massive for Tannehill's future, not only with the Titans, but in the NFL. He's got to find a way to win this, uh, and he won't. The Raiders are going to win. I was I was sitting there. I was like, man, is he is he gonna is is he gonna forget that he had made a pick? (laughs) But no, I I I agree. I I think that I think we see Malik Willis, especially if this team is out of playoff contention down the stretch. Um, and he did I did good preseason. I mean, he did good. Yeah, he did. He yeah. looked good. Um, I would, I would have liked to have seen a bit more of his arm in the preseason instead of relying on him to run the ball a bit more. Um, but what we did see of his arm in preseason was very promising and looked very good. Um, I, I do want to see him in real game action against, you know, the starters of the other team. So. I, I like I said I, I do think that we do see Malik at some point, um, but I, I I think at the end of the year and going into the off season next year, I think that the Titans have a legitimate quarterback battle in camp, regardless you, of how performance is. Also, if you hear me scream in the next minute or two, judges at bat. <laughs> so do you do you want to? Go ahead and I was just start the next pick. <laughs> yeah, no, go ahead. I'm saying if I okay. scream and interrupt one of y'all, it's because he went yard. Okay. All right. Um, and at this point, in case you're wondering, judges at 60. This would be 61 to tie Roger Maris. One away. <laughs> All right. So Kansas City at Indianapolis. I don't think this game is close. Um, Indianapolis just has not looked good. Um, so for, and for some reason too, because I think top to bottom, Indianapolis has one of the best rosters in football. So it's really odd to see them sitting at zero and two and to have looked really non-competitive in two oh, one games. Or oh, one and one. Oh, one and one. I'm sorry. You're going to be oh, two and one at the end of this. Um, so who are you picking? Uh, the suspense is killing me. Yeah, I know. Uh, I'm going <laughs> Kansas city. I, I think that the offense is. Very tough to stop, and I think the Colts are just trying to figure it out, and the panic button is, like, slightly being hit. Um, But at the end of this game, at halftime of this game, I think the panic button might be getting hit, so I'm going Kansas City. I think the panic button's already hit. I mean, you got shut out by the Jags. That's not a good look. Uh, I know that the Colts usually don't fare well against the Jags for some reason, but still not even scoring anything with Jonathan Taylor and all those weapons that you have is astonishing to see. Uh, the Chiefs are going to win this game. Uh, it's just a matter of how much. Yeah, I mean, the Chiefs are playing really well. I mean, it, we're beginning to have a discussion. Is Patrick Mahomes better with or without Tyreek Hill? That's how well he's playing right now. And the Colts are doing the opposite of playing well. So I've got the Chiefs big. The biggest thing about the Chiefs is that they're using uh, CHE a lot more, or CEH a lot more. Um, oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> they walked walk him uh, again. <laughs> Uh, they're using him a lot more, which uh, I like to see because he's he's, he's pretty great. <laughs> cowards all right see this this next game i think is very very interesting so we're gonna go ahead and get into it bills at dolphins the afc east game um and you had 
the Bills have <laughs> the, the Bills and the Dolphins both had two very different games last week. The Bills were in control of that game essentially from the rip. Um and ended up winning by what 30 or something like that. It, it was, was 41-7. Yeah. And then the Dolph I totally forgot who I was going to. Uh the the <laughs> I'm struggling. The the Dolphins who had like I said a very different game because they had to come back and score 28 points in the fourth quarter to win that game against Baltimore after being down by 20. By the way, first time in NFL history that two teams blew 20 point leads and lost the game last week. First time it had ever happened. Um I, I think that it is now finally time for people to recognize that Tua is a legitimate quarterback. Um, does he still have some moments? Yes, every quarterback has some moments. And that's, you know, that's just the way it is. Um, I think Tyreek Hill has very much opened up the field for them and made life a lot easier for Tua because now it's, I don't just have to look for Jalen Waddle and Mike Gusecki. I've got another guy, and I've got a guy that can beat you over the top. I'm not saying that Jalen Waddle can't because he can't. <laughs> um, what this is going to come down to for me is the defenses, and I think that Buffalo's defense is just is is better than Miami's defense. I think this has the ten. Ha, it could potentially be a higher scoring game, like both teams in the 30s. Um, but I'm going to go Buffalo. I think they can make one more stop than Miami can. So I'm going Buffalo. I'm surprised this isn't the late night game because of how good it's going to be. Uh, I think this is going to be a very offensive heavy battle. You got Josh Allen, Stephon Gibbs, and uh, uh, Gabriel Davis, right? Am I right in saying that? Okay. Uh, and then you also have Tua with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. Uh, this, this is going to be a very offensive heavy games, but I will agree with Anthony in the sense that the bills, I think they have the better defense in the way that they can get that stop. <clears throat> Sorry, but man, if this game's going to come down to like, it has to come down to like a hell Mary or something because it, it, it it's just telling, um, I'm going to go to bills, but man, this is going to be great. Biggest shocker ever is Anthony picked Josh Allen. We, um, anyway. Uh, wait a second. So, wait a second. Wait a second. I, I'm very – I was going to pick Josh Allen because I think that Buffalo is the better team here, not because of Josh Allen. I'm going to stand by what I said last week. And I called it that the Bills would beat the Titans because why? Titans are bad. Josh Allen is a good front runner. We all called that. I'm. Uh, this isn't a knock on y'all. Not everything <laughs> is about both of you guys. Come on. All right. Anyway, um, this game is gonna be close um, because the Bills are a talented team. Nobody's discounting that they're not a talented team. Before any, but everybody, everybody and their mothers come at me. Hey man, nobody, why are you being defensive? Nobody's discounting because I know I know how you operate, Anthony. You've been fine. Go ahead. You've been, you've been finding the right buttons to push this, this whole judge thing. So everything I say, I feel like I have to be defensive because you've just been finding the right button. Like last night, I was very irritated and couldn't sleep. <laughs> I know you were. <laughs> like, so this whole you, – you've been – until judge gets 62, I'm on edge right now. So you I know what? Been like, you know what? I'm going to extend a friend olive branch, okay. and I'll, I'll give you the weekend off. How about that? I still think you will be okay. He's not going to. He's not I give you the weekend off, but I'm starting especially to get on Monday. Duke, especially with Duke playing Kansas, you're not going to. Um, oh, yeah, never mind. Yeah, <laughs> okay, see, so. that weekend. Um, <laughs> yeah, so anyway, so this is going to be close because, yes, the Bills are a talented team. So are the Dolphins. Tua has played excellent. Tyreek Hill and Tua are an excellent quarterback and wide receiver duo. It's going to come down to who makes that play. And unfortunately, I don't think Josh Allen is that guy. So I'm going Dolphins at home. Shocker. 
There's, last week. I'm, I'm not even going to lie. I can just about when it comes to Josh Allen, I can look at who they're playing and tell you who, who Daniel's going to pick. <laughs> if it's a team that is that has any semblance of being good, he's going with that team and not Josh Allen. Because that's, that's as he that's always closes it out with is Josh Allen's just not that guy. Because so. he's not. Okay. But that doesn't mean if they're if they're if they're if it's a decent team against the Bills, I'll probably pick the Bills. If it's a good team, like the Dolphins one. I mean, the Dolphins on paper just there's better a quarterback position, better wide receiver at the quarterback one. position. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> that, I was about I'm kidding. to say. I was about I to was say. I was, say your <laughs> I was about to say. I was going to be like, you're not about to sit here and tell me that two was a better quarterback than Josh no, Allen. No, he's not. Um, you know what? I'll say this: two is the best left-handed quarterback in the league. Two, I think two has better weapons than Josh Allen. I, I think. I, I, you know what? I'll actually give you that because I think just receiver-wise, I think I mean, you one got Waddle, two, you got Waddle and Tyree Kill. Right. Well, I Josh Allen so, might have more targets to throw to there. Right. I I will say I give Stephon Diggs higher praise than I do Tyree Kill, just because in my eyes, Stephon Diggs is a more dynamic receiver in the sense of he's bigger so he can go up and make more contested catches than Tyreek Hill. Um, I think Jalen Waddell is better than Gabe Davis. I think Gabe Davis is very good, um, but I, I think Jalen Waddell is better. Um, and I think Dawson Knox and Mike Kosicki are actually very, very close. Um, I wouldn't mind having either on my team. But... And, Anthony, before we go into the last game, just, just to get you back and tick you off, Ben Simmons just said in a quote, I can't wait to play for the Nets. I've got a new number, a new jersey. I'm looking forward to it. We have a special team. If we get it together, we're going to be champions. That's cute. <laughs> well, you don't well, have a head coach. So. If only, if only that had been changed, you know, before you got swept in the playoffs. But that's okay. Somebody decided right. to watch that from the bench. That's all right. Anywho, we'll get into That's basketball right. season when that happens. I can't think about basketball season right now. Uh, at least they have a head coach. You know. Hey. Reasons. You know, you know at least my coach was doing it the right way. That's all I'm going to say. He was doing it. Unlike, unlike someone in Cleveland who was getting it the wrong way, at least my guy was getting it consensually. Which one at this point? <laughs> I think, <laughs> I think we know which one. <laughs> uh, Jesus. Um, all right. So we've got a couple minutes left of this call. Let's go ahead and try to fit one more game in here. And I think this one will be interesting because it's Detroit at Minnesota. Uh, oh. Detroit coming off a very big <laughs> win. Um, and the Vikings coming off a very big loss. Um, I think this one's interesting. Um, I, I love, I said it week one. I love Dan Campbell and the lions. I absolutely love them, but, um, I think having Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen and the receiving core that they have against the secondary in Detroit that I'm not quite sure about still. Um, I think that's enough to score just a bit more than the Lions, so I'm going to go Minnesota. But this game is obviously going to be close because Dan Campbell doesn't get blown out. Um, it just doesn't happen. If they're losing by 20, they're going to come back in the fourth quarter and lose by four. Like, that's just how it works. So, yeah, I'm going Minnesota. I'm actually going to take the Lions on this one. Uh, I know it's not primetime Kirk Cousins anymore, so Vikings fans can – uh, you know, breathe a sigh of relief here that it's a one o'clock game. Congratulations. Um, <clears throat> but I think that the Lions have that grit to them. And I, if, if last night is just another Kirk Cousins primetime whatever game, and we're going into this game where he's like back in action, but if that, but the throws that he was making were atrocious throughout the entire game. Um, and I think that's, that's gonna, that's gonna eat them up. I really do. And I think the lions are gonna, are gonna squeeze out a win in this one. I hate it because I love Dan Campbell, but I, I drift with objectivity and I have to pick the Minnesota Vikings to win this game. And I hate it. I can't, I'm, I'm not even going to discuss why I'm picking the Minnesota Vikings. because I really hate going against Dan Campbell. All right. 
actually, I know we can fit this last one in because I've already got Daniel's pick written down. Um, Baltimore at New England. No, I've already um, made your point, so I can have at least a minute and a half, please, please. All right, yeah, I'm going Baltimore. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, I'm yeah. going Baltimore big. Uh, yeah, I'm also going to go Baltimore. Devin DuVernay is going to look good. Uh, you know, Rashad Bateman, uh, go Ravens. This game ended when the schedule came out and we looked at the Patriots' death chart. We had, and it ended even more when, when Lamar Jackson decided to bet on himself because Lamar Jackson is playing at an all-time MVP level, whereas Mac Jones somehow is getting worse and worse and worse. He has gone from baby goat. He has gone. It's, oh my gosh, I lose my train of thought here. Mac Jones has gone from a baby goat to a premature pig. Just Mac Jones is horrendous. Did you just call just, the man an embryo? I did. <laughs> <laughs> we need to stop the baby goat talk. We need to stop the always oh, the next up and coming Brady. No, he's not. He's a fraudulent bust. Has and anybody okay. said that? Has anybody said that this year? Like, have you heard anybody say it? I haven't watched first uh, first take or anything, so I don't know if Kevin. No, Wilds Kevin Wilds is still is still riding that trend. Oh, okay. he's blaming on the he's blaming on the multiple offensive coordinators, which is bull crap. No, it's bull crap. Okay, I don't. So here's the thing: I don't necessarily hate that as an excuse, but at the same time, I also think that there there are some things that are that are on Mac. But see, I can't feel sorry for Mac because Cam Newton's entire career, he was throwing to my grandmother as the number one receiver. And I just, I, I, I and nobody said a word. Grandma, man. Hey, man. She, 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 she caught a couple. Um, but the, and so, and nobody's like, oh, well, Cam Newton's so good. He's got to over, I know, I got to overcome. And so, just the fact is, I can't feel bad for Mac. And if you did, if you can't tell, I'm picking Baltimore by 75. You locking that one in 75? Yeah. On to the next game. Um, Cincinnati at the Jets. Um, I, I'm really intrigued here because I'm beginning to wonder why offensive linemen can't figure out their job in Cincinnati. Um, because you just you invested $70 million into your offensive line for it to be worse than it was last year. Joe Burrow has been sacked 12 times in two games. He is on pace to be sacked over 110 times this year regular season that's not even saying if they were to make the playoffs my thing now is i'm looking at this Bengals team going okay you're zero and two but you're the Bengals, so i know that you can score offensively you can play good enough defense this is still a Bengals team that went to the super bowl last year like and it's essentially it's essentially the same team if not better I mean, in all facts, it's better than it was last year. Um, I think what Joe Flacco has done in two games for the Jets has been remarkable. Um, to be completely honest, Joseph, Joseph Flacco. <laughs> um, this this could be a hot take, but I'll say it. Until Joe Flacco starts to play like shit zach wilson does not get to just inherit the starting job when he comes back they've already said he is the head coach he shouldn't that's the head coach they said is it a competition if this if joe flacco even picks up a notch and he said uh wilson's the future no matter what he will be the starter when he comes back i just i don't also i hate to i hate to interrupt you real quick go ahead judges he's not up to bat but jared carabas just tweeted the fans will love this if I caught Aaron Judge's 61st home run ball, I'm only giving it back to him if he agreed to change his walk-up music to the I'm a Little Teapot song. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's pretty great. That's hilarious. Yeah. Um, but I don't like that if I'm the Jets, especially if I'm potentially in playoff contention. Um, because I just I don't know if Zach Wilson gives you the best opportunity to win. But that's just me. 
Uh, regardless of all of that, um, the Jets is where Cincinnati tripped up last year. Remember the beautiful story yes. of my man, Michael White? Yes. Michael White. And then he became Mike White the next week. But um, I don't think Joseph gets them this time. I just don't think it happens. I think Cincinnati gets their uh, – I think Cincinnati gets their first win here in New York, and uh, the alarms are going to start going if they don't. I think the woes still continue for the Bengals. Um, I, I just don't – I really don't understand how the line got worse. Uh, it's probably because they have Lyle Collins, who is a penalty machine at this point. Um but Joe Flacco looks good. I like Corey Davis a lot. I'm going to take the Jets. I think it would be funny. <laughs> There's the Vincent pick. <laughs> <laughs> we did get it in there. Um, yeah, I mean, Joseph Flacco is playing fantastic. Uh, this Somehow the line got worse. It's I thought this on paper this looked like the best team in the NFL. Um this is a must-win game, and I think they find a way. I think Joe, Bur- Joe Burrow's locked in, and I think they find a way to get it done. All right. Da, 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 da. I'm going to be quick on this one. Uh, the Eagles look like the best team in the NFC East, um, and their game against Washington this week might not be close. Count to three. Um, are, we Count all, to three. are we all doing the same thing? Yep. All right, one, two, three, Philly. I didn't know we were going to say Eagles. Otherwise, I'd have said Eagles. Come on, Anthony. I thought we were – my bad. Quit being so freaking different. Be a host. God. Well, you fucking took it from me. You were just like – You fucking took it from me. All right, as I'm writing these. I remember that one time you said, should we do a count of three? And I said, yes. And Vince is like, okay. And then Vince is in a totally different team. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the look on your and I's face was like, what? It was like Jets, Ravens, and you're like, what? And we all said, Raven, and then Vince just goes, Jets. Jets. Yes. We're like, <laughs> I was like. Yeah. I love the New York football Jets. <laughs> all right. And Daniel, I don't know how this ended up happening. Saints-Panthers is our last one o'clock game that we'll talk about and pick. I think this game is really interesting. And I'm going to say this. If Carolina loses, Matt Rule is fired week three. Um, they, don't even, they don't even let Matt Rule like walk into the locker room at the end of the game if they lose. Um, that being said, I think this is a very interesting game. Um, New Orleans is coming off of a very high emotion game in Tampa against a team that they feel they are better than. And quite frankly, I I won't say they played better than Tampa for a majority of that game. I don't know if they outplayed Tampa. Um, They played equal. They played equal to Tampa and then got fucking curb stomped in the fourth quarter after Mike Evans rightfully defended Tom Brady. Um, The fact that Marshawn Lattimore is getting to play in this game is just bullshit. Um, When you start the fight, it doesn't matter if you're the one that ends up on the ground. You should also uh, be getting the suspension as well. Uh, Remember, you don't end up on the ground if you don't start the fight. So that's where I'll leave that. That being said, I think this is very interesting. Alvin Kamara will be back for the Saints, the run defense for Carolina has just not looked great um, in the first two games uh, with Saquon Barkley and Nick Chubb just kind of running really all over them. Where all, We defended where, Saquon well. We just didn't com- convert the third down run pretty well. Right. There, there were, for the most part, and then, yeah, they kind of fell apart in the moments that yes. they couldn't. Yes. That's that's essentially what I meant. Okay. Um. I'm going to be really interested to see if Jameis plays well because if if nobody's aware, dude has like four fractures in his back right now. Jameis also has 16 interceptions against the Carolina Panthers in his career. Right. Well, we know who a majority of those were with. 
Um, and that was before LASIK surgery. Um, I'm just kidding. Uh, well, most of those were before LASIK surgery because he waited until he went to the Saints to get LASIK surgery. All of that being said, Daniel, for your sanity, I hope the Panthers lose this game because I do think Matt Rule gets fired for your sanity. And that's why I'm going with the Saints. As much as I hate picking the Saints, I'm picking the Saints. Yeah, I don't know. This sucks. It's, it's tough. This is this it's is so a tough. shitty pick. Yeah, because honestly, it could go either way. Like Jameis could just ball out, or Baker could ball out, or both of them could throw seven interceptions combined. It's just the, the defense is having so many celebrations that the highlight reel is just a dance compilation. Uh, I'm going to take the Panthers begrudgingly in this one. Um, I think they have a more, I think they have, I said this last week too, they have the weapons. They can get it done. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just have a feeling. I think the Panthers win this one, but God, is it going to be terrible? <laughs> so, I really feel bad for one Panther Nation, and I feel bad for Baker Mayfield. Uh, Baker Mayfield has played has played well. Um, it's just it's he cannot control losing Week One on a fifty eight yard field goal, and he can't control Week Two fumbling the opening kickoff, and then your first completed pass, Robbie Anderson fumbles, and then another 56 yard field goal by a former Panther. Um, and the dr- drops galore. I mean, I counted at least five drop passes that Baker Mayfield threw right in the gloves. We dropped a, what would have been a pick six. This is a Panther team that easily could be two and I can point the finger to a lot of people. I'm not pointing to Baker Mayfield. I think he's played well. Um, I pointed to the run defense. I pointed to, I point every other finger at Matt rule. Um, I wish that Matt Rule's job was on the line after week three, and I think it might because the players have been defending Matt Rule like crazy this week. Robbie Anderson said, we're really hungry. We want this win for Coach Rule. Um, I think they know it could be on the line. I don't know because Tepper's stubborn. I don't know. Um, but I guess we're going to find out. I'm picking the Saints. Wow. Didn't expect that one. Wow. Yeah. That's maturity right there. Wow. I mean, what a you know what? You know what? That's Daniel dripping in objectivity. Look, we, lo- we lost, we lost the giants. I'm not going to, I, I tied Anthony because I picked the Panthers too much last year. So I'm trying a new strategy. I'm picking with my gut over He's my heart. What I pick. And I also, <laughs> well, I also in my head, I thought, I thought, you know what? There's no way Anthony picks the Carolina Panthers this week because you talk. So I was like, I'm just going to agree with them. That's fine. Max, I really hope you tie us. I hope this is the pick you tie us. I'm really rooting for you, buddy. (laughs) Appreciate it. (laughs) We're really rooting that you tie it for, although here's the thing. And like I said, comeback's going to be crazy guys. (laughs) Right. Daniel, I'll ask you this as a Panthers fan mentally is it yes it sucks that you lose the game but is it a is it an ultimate win if you lose the game but fire matt rule at the end of it but see i don't think they'd fire matt rule i really don't i think they keep him i I think he finishes out the year regardless or at least gets through 10 games so um my biggest worry and this like i said i'm not gonna sit up here and say baker's played like tom brady but you can't point the finger at Baker Mayfield. I think mm-hmm. he's the least of our concerns. Um, I, I, I will, know, I'll agree with that. I know Matt Rule. He's going to try to start Sam Darnold if we don't win a game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that is going to send me over the moon. Or not. Or once he starts Sam for a couple games and you're still not winning, then he'll bring in Cam Newton for ticket sales. The return. <laughs> Part three. <laughs> <laughs> no, these will throw Cam under the bus. It's gonna make me mad. Because no, but, I, I, 
I was talking to Jesse at, at, at Cam for President on Twitter. Give him a follow. We need to get um, him back on at some point. We really do. I'm, I told him about a new podcast. He's, he follows it. He's loving the content. Jesse, um, hit us up. We need you to come on at some point. I'll send him a text. He, Dude, he, let's, he, get, he was, let's get Jesse on and be like a guest picker one week. Yes. Oh, we gotta, we got to get Josh Rosen on too. Yeah, we do. Um, so I think I think he might do it for free. He told me to shoot him a DM. I talked to him a couple of days ago. <laughs> um, anyway, so I think that it's it's interesting because when Cam did bad, Matt Rule was like, "Oh, Cam's got another system." But mm-hmm. he's calling Baker, which I love. He's calling Baker because Baker. My thing is, you cannot blame Baker because you made the choice to sit, to bring him in this late, mm-hmm. and Baker is doing very well for only knowing the system for forty days. Like I said, Baker who everybody called a turnover machine only has one pick. That's, that's what I was going to say. I was going to defend Baker on, on that, on that note. He has been very safe with the mm-hmm. ball for the most part. You know, again, every quarterback is going to throw an interception. Yes. You know, Aaron Rodgers throws interceptions, Mahomes throws interceptions, Brady throws interceptions, Allen throws it, interceptions. Here's what it's I hate. Happen. Here's what made me know we we're going to lose the game. We're playing the Giants. Kicks a 58-yard field goal. Mm-hmm. They have a third and four on our own, I think, at midfield. Right. Third and four. Offensive line just collapses like they have both games. Baker gets sacked. Mm-hmm. It's a fourth and, I think, 11 on your own 40. There's two minutes and 20 seconds to go, and Matt Rule punts. Right. When your run defense has been garbage. Yep. You're you're only down three points. I, you need to. I say go for it. If you mess mess up, and then you have a chance to stop them. You got all three timeouts, and if they kick another field goal, great, still one possession game. Then you go go win the game. Right. But you have to try because if you get that first down, you're in field goal range, or almost. It's just mind numbing. How awful Matt Rule is. And I'm sure he's a nice person. I, I don't wish any ill will towards him. Nebraska Cornhuskers, you'd be lucky to have him. Um, but Matt Rule is just a horrendous NFL coach, and he's just not ready. By the and, way, Jacoby Brissett just threw an 11-yard touchdown pass to Amari Cooper, so the Browns are up 7 nothing near the end of the first quarter. Dog pound. Love to see that dog pound. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's it's just mind numbing, and I, I I just want it to end. I want Matt Rule gone. I, I just give, give me someone else. I really want um, Bill O'Brien. No, heck no. <laughs> I, well, I really here's want... the thing. Here's the thing. As long as Bill O'Brien isn't not, isn't your isn't. Um, anything other than your head coach, I think Bill O'Brien's a good option. But the minute that Bill O'Brien is your head coach, your GM, your cafeteria worker, your janitor, your uh, essentially owner of the team, um, that's where he starts to make some problems. I really want Brian Flores. I just want bro- I-, I want him as my head coach. I would. I would, would love my life. That, that would be bad. That would be bad. Pretty good. Him or Eric uh, Bieniemy. Eric, Eric Bieniemy is not becoming a head coach. No, I, I think He's he likes not. his. I think he likes his job in Kansas City too much. It, it, he would have already taken a head coaching job yeah. at this point, unless he's waiting for the right option. Anyway, we could continue this conversation, but we've still got uh, one, two, three, four, five, six games to go. So, uh, Jags, Jags at Chargers. Um, as, as much as I want this to be close, I'm just not sure that it is. Um, I, I love Trevor Lawrence. I, I love the sparks that we have seen from the Jags offensively. I just don't think it's enough here. So I'm going to go with the Chargers, um, but I'm going to heavily root for the Jags. Yeah, I'm going to go for yeah. I'm I'm going to go with the Chargers on this one. Uh, it was great offensive showing and defensive showing from the Jags last week, but I think the Chargers have too many weapons at this point that they're probably just going to stomp them. I'm going to the Chargers as well. I won't explain why. Um, they're just really good, and Aaron Jones is up to bat. So, we expect one word answers from Daniel from here on out. All right, <laughs> just the next minute or two. <laughs> uh, Rams Cardinals. While I think that this game is somewhat close, I think that the Rams are just better. Um, 
Is it double XP weekend, Max? No. Okay. So I think this game is close. Um, but I'm still I'm still gonna go with the Rams. Um, they're three and a half point favorites, and I think that that's probably fair. Uh, you may want to take the points, uh, or you may want to take the Rams to cover the spread. So uh, yeah, I'm going Rams. I think this game might actually be actually be close. I mean, they got decimated in week one. I mean, the Cardinals got decimated in week one. Week two, As they did came. The Rams. True. Uh, week two, the Cardinals come back from in in, in from uh, I believe it was twenty points. Yeah. 20, uh, yeah, uh, it was twenty at halftime. Yeah, twenty a twenty point deficit to win the game. Uh, uh, but I do think that the Rams just have that little bit of an edge. The what was it minus three and a half? Minus that three minus, and a half. That minus three and a half. I would definitely take that. This is probably going to be like a two or three point game. It's going to be close. Cardinals proved a lot. Um, Kyler Murray looks like he's on a video game, which is very ironic. Um, I'm going with the Rams though. All right, in a game that I just think is dumb, <laughs> uh, Atlanta, Seattle at Seattle. I only pick Seattle because they're at home. I'm gonna take the Falcons on this one. Uh, hope I'm <laughs> putting a lot, a lot of eggs in my basket, and that they don't choke the game away. But um, I, I, I like their receiver. I believe his name is O O O Omide Zacchaeus. I could oh, be saying his name uh, completely Zacharias wrong. Like Zacharias, that. yeah. I was just saying I could be saying his name completely wrong, but I really like him. Um, and you know, obviously Cordell Patterson, the goat. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go with the the Falcons on this one. I'm going Seattle too. Both teams are too bad for me to justify why. But I'm going Seattle. I have a petition just because we don't see Packers Bucks every day. I want I want them to go last. Okay. Cool, because that was the next one to go. That was going to be the next one to go. Uh, so since that will be our last pick of this episode, uh, we're going to go to the Sunday night game of San Francisco-Denver. Um, gang, I'm going to be real. I'm going to be 100% transparent here. If Trey Lance started this game, i picked pick Denver. Um, Trey Lance is not starting any game for the 49ers for the rest of the year. I am picking Jimmy Garoppolo uh, to get the win over the 49ers, if Denver continues to look the way that they do, Denver is not a playoff team. Um, I'm going to go, I'm going to go San Fran here because I, I just, I like what I've seen from them so far. I liked the energy and the spark that that team seemed to get when Jimmy G came into the game. I'm, I'm, I really think that the locker room, wants jimmy g more than trey lance so um i'm going san fran i'm also going to go san fran uh broncos have their hand uh, hovering over the panic button at this point um but with jimmy g back you saw the spark like anthony said and uh from multiple reports they're saying how much uh the like uh atmosphere has changed with jimmy g being being the starter now uh i hope for speedy recovery for trey lance but now the Niners have a have the most beautiful man in in uh, in in the NFL uh, with Jimmy G. So I think the Niners are going to win this game. Broncos country, let's ride. I've got the Broncos. I think Jimmy G makes the 49ers a little better, but I still got the Broncos. So here's here's my question, and I'll, I'll pose this to everyone: If San Francisco under Jimmy G makes another deep playoff run and or makes the Super Bowl. Jimmy G's their quarterback, right? I mean, it'd have to be. Yes. I mean, I, I think at that point, it just becomes too tough to, de to deny the guy. Mm -hmm. Right? I mean, it's just, yeah. it's, I, I, I have not been a fan of the Trey Lance pick since it happened. Yes. Um, and I am very sorry to see that he did get injured. I don't wish that on anyone. Um, you know, you could be Marshawn Lattimore, and I wish him nothing but a successful, healthy career. I can still hate the guy. Um, but um, I'd, I'd never wish an injury like that on anybody. And so I, I just, I, I'm not, I'd never have liked this Trey Lance pick. And just to get a guy, to bench a guy who has done nothing but win for you over a guy who just doesn't look like he's ready to be an NFL quarterback is just beyond me. 
Um, all right. Monday night football, Dallas at the Giants. Um, I think this is really interesting. I'd love to see the Giants go 3-0 and because I just think that that would be the hell of a storyline is to have Saquon. I, I'm going to say it. Saquon is back. Saquon looks very, very good. Um, and I like the sparks and the the liveliness that we have seen in this Giants team since Dayball has taken over. But maybe this is me riding a high. Cooper Rush looked very, very good against the Bengals last Sunday. Um, I think that Micah Parsons and that defensive line is going to make a lot of trouble for Daniel Jones. Um, I'm going to go Dallas. I think the game is very, very close. Yeah, I think it's I think it's a close game too, but I am going to go with Dallas on this one. I just think they have that little bit of an edge to get the win, get the win out of here. Not I'm saying that the Dable era hasn't looked great for the New York football giants, but <clears throat> I think the Cowboys have a more studded roster and I think they're able, they're going to be able to get the job done. I went back and forth to this pick because I love, I love Danny Dimes, you know, just a, a Duke superstar. Um, but, but I'm going to, with the undisputed Micah Parsons, Dallas Cowboys. By the way, the Giants he, still are... been, he still hasn't been on undisputed in one week too. I noticed that. <laughs> so, um, sorry, Skip. I hope, I hope they're not paying him. <laughs> That'd be the best part. <laughs> that would that would be hilarious as if they're paying him and the dude just has not showed up. Uh, the Giants are one point favorites in this game, which I find interesting. Mm-hmm. AK two point underdogs, you get three points if you're home. Yeah, so two point underdogs. All right, we have ten minutes left in this call. Do we think? It's I'm curious. Take- I, I wonder who Anthony's going to pick. That's what I'm wondering. Yeah. Of course I'm picking Tampa. I mean, I'm not. <laughs> look, look, if you're trying to steal a point and you think that it's going to, this is, this is where Daniel's going to try to take his point when he takes green Bay here in about, you know, four or five minutes. Um, and I You'll would still be, be talking. I, huh? <laughs> You'll still be talking. I'll still be talking. <laughs> um, no. So here's, here's my thing. I, I still, <laughs> I still don't like uh, Green Bay uh, for this reason and this reason alone. They looked really bad against a good Vikings team. And, yes, you can say whatever you want that they didn't play well in primetime. That, that is an Eagles team that has a high possibility to be playing in the NFC Championship game. I'll say that. So the fact that they got blown out by Philly doesn't hold much ground to me because – Philly is a very good team. Um, So you got beat. You got blown out by a team that just got blown out. Um, I don't think that that's necessarily a good look for you. And here's here's my other thing. And this is where I think that I'm going to give Tampa a serious edge. Because offensively, I have my worries with Tampa. But I think at the end of the day, Tom Brady just gets it done regardless. Um. Here's where I think Tampa gets the edge, no pun intended, is by rushing the quarterback off the edge. Tampa has gotten a shit ton of pressure on every quarterback that they have played so far in these two games and caused Jameis Winston to turn the ball over four or five times. Uh, Dak Prescott to not look great under pressure. Right now, Tampa has a top five defense in every single category of defensive stat. So I love this Bucks defense. And the one thing that Aaron Rodgers doesn't have compared to the last time that he played Tampa is his best friend, Devontae Adams. The Tampa secondary has looked fantastic, and I really think that they can shut down these Packers receivers. Uh, for that reason, and that reason alone, I think Tampa is good enough to win this game. And I'm going to pick Tampa for that reason. That was under three minutes, by the way. <laughs> I think Tampa's going to win this game. Also, the fact that a majority of the uh, Packers wide receivers are currently injured. 
uh, or like there's they're like limited in, in practice. Um, uh, and the Bucks just have just have a better roster than the Packers do. So I think the Bucks are going to win this game. Also, before Daniel goes, I think Cole Beasley scores a touchdown this game. I don't know how, but it's going to happen. <laughs> Can you just pick Green Bay? Can you hurry up? <sighs> At the end of the day, it is the true MVP playing this game versus Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> you had to laugh too. You can't even be serious about that. Anthony's done a number to be the last two days. So I'm having fun with this. It is the true MVP who has won back-to-back MVPs, which is beginning to wonder. Is beginning to wonder the legitimacy the legitimacy of the MVP award. Could we have a conversation? Maybe see up there with Tom Brady. I don't, I don't, I don't you know. Shut hey, the hell up. Look, <laughs> at the end of the day, it is Aaron Charles Rogers. Don't that you really fucking dare. Don't you dare. <laughs> Aaron Charles Rogers, one of the one of the baddest men on the football field. Just, one of the greatest throwers anymore. of the football. Going against Tom Brady. Thomas Edward I'm, Patrick Brady Jr. Damn it. You put I'm, some respect I'm, on his name. I might can give you a Thomas Brady, maybe. But <laughs> the, the, the bad part is Thomas Brady is losing his receivers, his wife, and the game. It's going to be a rough weekend for Tom Brady. You better hope I, Duke wins on Saturday. <laughs> Skip Bayless has just turned to speed up two times hope, on his treadmill at 3 a.m. You better what? hope Duke wins on Saturday. At the end of the day, Aaron Charles Rogers is the greatest regular season quarterback maybe in the game. Max can't dispute that. Anthony wants to dispute it, but knows he can't. I'm sorry. Max Max is a Cleveland fan. He doesn't know what a good quarterback would be if it slapped him in the face. I didn't even know his middle name was fucking Charles. <laughs> Look, Aaron Charles Rogers. Fucking bitch ass. Is, <laughs> is going to get right? it done. Brady is without a lot of targets. Some are injured. Some decide to fight because he's too old to pick his own battles now. Hence why he's probably on his way to divorce. That, that was a low blow. I will apologize for that, Tom. Damn. Uh, <laughs> any, any, any chance we had of getting Tom Brady on this podcast just went out the fucking window. I hope you know that. False, because Shannon hates Tom Brady. Him and Shannon talk. Shannon Sharp's uh, a Hall of Famer. We're, we're 320. <laughs> Look at Lynchburg in 10 years. I might, I might crack the Hall of Fame in 10 years. Um, the reality is Aaron Bleep and Rodgers gets it done. I think Tom Brady is going to look a little bit shell-shocked. I don't think he's out of his prime, but he has not looked good this year. And the skips and the Anthonys of this world are saying, oh, well. Whoa, 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 whoa. I have not defended Tom like I have prior. I, I You know what? I'm not going to expose your text again to make a point. I'm not. Because I've already done that once. I will not expose your text again. No, 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 no. I have I have I directly after a win been high off of a win? Yes. You just haven't had a team win yet, so you don't know what that feels like. Um so (laughs) after the fact, I can sit here and say, and I, I said it before, I have some fears with this offense but um i don't think many of them are on tom I all think right here's tom here's what i'm going to do here's what i'm going to do i feel like Straight. if carolina loses on a field goal again daniel's gonna have nightmares about special teams he already does I already have, I already have. <laughs> all right here's what i'm proposing for the end of this episode anthony and i had discussed a wager for the duke kansas game Oh yeah, I got I got Duke and Green Bay straight up. You get the Bucks and Kansas straight up. If if we each split once, it's a wash. If one of us gets both, a sub on the other person. I'll 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 send I'll send you. The, I'll order it, have it delivered to your apartment. I'll pay for the delivery fee. Okay. 
Straight, both games straight up. Both games straight up. Let's we do don't it. worry about points. It's just who wins. Yeah, pretty much. You it's know great. what? Here, here's what I want to say. I'm glad that that last asshole that was just talking is gone and that the real Daniel is back. <laughs> that, that last guy was unbearable. The guy kept on talking about Charles. I don't even know who I know. that was. Who the fuck is Charles? <laughs> hey, look, all, all jokes aside, I love you, Anthony. Love you too, man. And Max, you're beautiful. Max, Thanks, man. I'm I'm here, bro. Max, comeback's gonna be crazy. <laughs> I also love you, Max. Well, see, here's I love the thing, you all too. Max. You actually have a good chance because you picked Detroit while we both picked Minnesota. You picked the Jets while we both picked Cincinnati. You picked, picked Carolina, and we both picked uh, New Orleans, and you picked Atlanta, and we both picked Seattle. This just shows that I'm either really smart or really fucking stupid. This is a big week for you. Buddy. This is a big week for you. Yeah, because Anthony and I didn't try to really steal much. Like, I'm trying to steal the Green Bay pick. That's it. Yeah. I'm trying to steal the Bears. Yeah, you're trying to steal the Bears. All right. Well, fellas, I'd love to keep this going, uh, but we are too cheap to buy the premium version of Zoom. So we got to go. Um, from all of us here at the DCP podcast, Max Bourne, Daniel Christian, I'm Anthony McAvoy, wishing all of you a great week. And uh, we'll catch you on the flip side. See you guys next time.